It's Wednesday, November 24th. Welcome to The News Diet, a healthier alternative for staying informed. I'm your host, Michelle Carroll. Today, I'm going to talk about the Rittenhouse trial verdict, the parade incident in Wickeshaw, Wisconsin, and Target's decision to close for Thanksgiving. Let's be informed so we can get on with our day. The trial of Kyle Rittenhouse has come to an end, with the jury finding the teenager not guilty of all charges. A quick reminder, this whole situation started last year in Kenosha, Wisconsin, when a black man named Jacob Blake was left paralyzed after being shot seven times by a police officer. There's a lot to unpack with the actual shooting and how it unfolded, but what's important to know here is that the incident sparked protests and riots around the country, particularly in Kenosha. This is where Kyle Rittenhouse enters the picture. Rittenhouse was said to appear at the scene of rioters, armed with a semi-automatic rifle, claiming to help protect businesses and people from any violence. He's also shown on video saying he had a first aid kit in hand in case he needed to act as an EMT for anyone in need of medical help. Well, fast forward to later in the evening, and Rittenhouse became involved in a confrontation with several of the protesters, which resulted in him using his gun, killing two and injuring one. What the trial aimed to determine was if Rittenhouse was guilty of murder or if he was acting in self-defense. To have an idea of what details the jury heard throughout the trial and then later deliberated on, here's a summarized account of the facts of that night. So, while patrolling the crowds, Rittenhouse came into contact with Joseph Rosenbaum, a 36-year-old man who had been released that day from a mental hospital following multiple suicide attempts. Details have come out since describing the troubled nature of Rosenbaum, such as his time spent in prison for sexually assaulting multiple children and also his abusive childhood. Witnesses claim that he had shown erratic behavior throughout the protests. Well, apparently Rosenbaum had threatened to kill Rittenhouse during their first interaction and later charged at him. This was when Rittenhouse shot and killed Rosenbaum. Following that altercation, Rittenhouse fled the scene, and video shows him on the phone saying, I just killed somebody. As others saw him running away, some started to pursue him, one of them being Anthony Huber. Huber also had a criminal past, moving in and out of prisons for disorderly conduct against his siblings. Another was a man named Gage Grosskreutz, who had been to over 100 protests and also worked as a medic. Grosskreutz was carrying a pistol, which he had a permit for, albeit expired. At one point, Rittenhouse stumbled and fell to the ground. This is where Huber swung his skateboard at him and attempted to grab his rifle. Rittenhouse fired, shot, and killed Huber. Grosskreutz then approached with his gun drawn when Rittenhouse fired his rifle again, shooting and injuring him. Shortly after the shootings, Rittenhouse turned himself in to the police. Between witness testimonies and the public videos available, the jury found him not guilty of murder. This verdict has a lot of people divided, some saying that the evidence clearly showed this was an act of self-defense and that the media, and even President Biden, warped the story to paint Rittenhouse as a white supremacist when there was no evidence to support that narrative. 
And then you have others who say that he was trying to be a vigilante and that he was too young to attend a hostile situation armed and that by doing so, he instigated the situation, that the other men involved were simply trying to take down an active shooter. Well, the jury has spoken and Rittenhouse has been acquitted. Some say he could be looking to sue media outlets for defamation, but that's still to be seen. On Sunday evening in Waukesha, Wisconsin, a man drove a vehicle into an active Christmas parade. It's reported that he drove through barricades and sped into the event, which killed six people and injured over 40. The suspect is in custody and it appears no motivation has been determined yet, although authorities have said that terrorism has been ruled out. The man did seem to be acting alone here. Apparently, the subject had just fled an altercation elsewhere and left before the police could arrive. In addition to that, this person seems to have a long history of criminal activity, including multiple bail violations. In fact, this person was just released on bail less than two weeks prior to this incident for domestic abuse, where he was also accused of hitting a woman with his car. In addition to that, he was already out on bail for allegedly firing a handgun during a fight, where authorities also found a stolen handgun and methamphetamines. And also, a warrant has been out for his arrest in Nevada since 2016 for jumping bail then, too. There's been some discussion over why the court overseen the domestic abuse charge that allegedly took place less than two weeks before Sunday's incident had only set the bail at $1,000, which allowed the suspect to easily pay and be released. The Milwaukee County District Attorney's Office said in a statement that this bail was inappropriately low, considering the charges and the man's criminal past. The suspect had his first court appearance yesterday, where he was charged with five counts of first-degree intentional homicide. Target has announced that it will no longer open its doors on Thanksgiving Day. This is a pretty bold move for the retailer, as in recent years, Thanksgiving has become notorious as the start to the holiday shopping season, with many shoppers camping out in hopes of snagging some early Black Friday deals. But some stores like Costco, Nordstrom, and now Target are keeping their doors closed to allow their employees to spend the day with family and loved ones. With the rise of online shopping, this move probably won't affect sales as much as it once would have. So it could be a win-win for both employees and the company. It seems like this move is being received favorably, so it'll be interesting to see if fellow retailers follow suit in upcoming years. Today is Wednesday, November 24th, and you've just been informed. Now it's time to get on with your day. I'm Michelle Carroll. Thanks so much for listening. If you like The News Diet, be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast so you can always get the latest episode. And leave a review as we all know how that helps boost a show's visibility. If you have any suggestions on how I can improve the show, I definitely want to hear from you. I want the news diet to be as valuable as possible for you, so if you feel compelled, please feel free to reach out to me on Twitter or Instagram at The News Diet or directly to my email, feedback at thenewsdiet.com.